This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of Diagnosing the Aftermarket A to Z. I'm Matt Fonslow, and today I want to talk about Bill Hader. That's right, Bill Hader. But first, let's get a word from our sponsor, Napa Auto Tech Training. Napa Auto Tech offers three-hour virtual technical classes that can be accessed from the comfort of your home. To find out what courses are available, go to NapaAutoTech.com and click on the Napa Auto Tech class calendar link. Another episode for you, or maybe hiya, depending on what you think of this. Sometimes I catch myself, and really shouldn't be any surprise, because I think I've talked about it before, that uh, I end up on these weird journeys on uh, videos, like YouTube videos. I kind of got to watching stuff with Bill Hader. And Bill Hader, if you don't know, is a actor, screenwriter, director, uh, SNL alumni, a couple of fairly popular characters. And then uh, I think he's got a pretty good reputation for celebrity uh, celebrity impersonations. Really, like, uh, I, want, I don't know if I want to say oddball. Certainly not normal celebrities that would have impersonations like, you know, Christopher Walken, right, is a common one. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, which he does. He does. I think he has a couple of those, but he also likes to go after the more, I, I don't even want to say obscure, because some of these actors are not obscure or they shouldn't be. So like Alan Alda should not be obscure to anybody. If you don't know who he is, uh, I kind of pity you. As Uncle Roger would say, hi, uh, I would be uh, gobsmacked. Uh, he's Hawkeye Pierce in MASH, the TV show. And uh, if you haven't seen any of that, you it would not be a waste of time to catch a few episodes. I think you probably get hooked. Wisecracking surgeon drafted into the Korean War. Anyways, he does impersonations of these types of actors. And that's really beside the point. The, the reason I'm recording an episode about it is because I noticed a trend through these interviews, and they could be the interviews on like the late shows with the all the different type of hosts. They could be the more, um, I guess I struggle a little bit to say more serious. Some of them are, and then some of them aren't. Like, if you know, he does one with Conan O'Brien that isn't the for the late show, but for Conan O'Brien's podcast. It's still funny, but it's also a lot more like Howard Stern, where there's some very serious stuff being discussed seriously. The point being, I guess, is Bill Hader is really, really, really good at giving credit where credit's due and calling people by name. If you watch enough of these interviews, and it, you know, honestly, you don't have to watch a ton of them, just a few, when he gets asked questions, he calls people by name. And I don't mean the hosts. I mean, if the question is, how did you decide to shoot this scene for this show? He will say like, well, the uh, brilliant director of photography, so-and-so was looking over, you know, whatever the screen, the storyboards or something like that and came to me with this idea. Or I wrote this script for a movie, a TV show, a skit whatever. And I gave it to my two really good friends, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. And they gave me some valuable feedback or 
my assistant, whatever her name is, or whatever his name is, absolutely never misses out on being complimentary and giving them credit where credit was due. And maybe this goes along with the legacy episode, which would be uh, episode 99. This is something I think we could all be better about. You know, the nature of bringing this up is really towards management ownership. That's the the knee-jerk response, involuntary response. Honestly, the first thing that pops in your head is the front counter. The customer is happy, ecstatic, complimentary, relieved, something very, very positive. Be it the service advisor, I'm not implying that service advisors are always in a managerial type role. Some are, some aren't. You know, if the manager is up there, office manager, shop manager, the owner, a lot of times they seem to struggle with the giving credit. And it's usually phrased like, well, that's the way we do things. That's how I have trained my personnel. These are why I have these operating procedures in place so that this happens. Somehow, some way, the credit gets back to them. Psychologically, I think we can all figure out why it's wrong. (laughs) It's so wrong. Because I think it's a lot of times inconsistent. Because when things go bad, a lot of times it isn't we. A lot of times it isn't I. I as the owner. I as the manager taking responsibility, then all of a sudden the name gets dropped, which is really the worst. Uh, If not, it's like, well, okay, that technician and maybe some excuse, you know, or okay, well, we've had issues or maybe, maybe even defensively like, hey, you know, but they're a really good tech and, but they're still pointing it away. And I wasn't really thinking going down this road so much. Uh, the negativity. It's more of the positive of last time I had my car here, you guys did such a great job. It's never run so good. Um, You know, that noise that was driving me crazy and, you know, the other shop couldn't figure out or said they fixed, but didn't really fix. And you guys got it to be able to pull up the, you know, in the shop management system and say, oh, well, Bob did that. Bob is our whatever mechanical specialist. Pete's our technology specialist, something of that nature, calling them up by name, maybe, maybe not first and last. I don't know. I I don't know if that's really appropriate. Maybe it's something you got to talk to your people with that if they know you're going to name drop, do they want first and last or is first good enough? Knee jerk or just gut feeling on this first name's good enough. I I don't know. Uh, Teach their own on that. Uh, I'm sure maybe some of you don't want to be called out by name at all. But seriously, if it's always positive, what's wrong with that? You know, what would be wrong with your name getting out there? What would be wrong with, you know, Mrs. Smith finding out that Brian is the one who did the brakes on it? They stopped smoothly, the noise went away, and she knows Brian did it. You know, and I'm thinking really somebody said it, not so much a card in uh, the car, which. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I was kind of getting away from the nature of the episode, though. This car was taken care of by Brian or somebody got to say, uh, especially when there's some sort of response, like they took the car, static with how the brakes were serviced, called to make another appointment. Oh, by the way, whoever did, whoever worked on my car last time, they did such a great job. Oh, that was Brian. And now Mrs. Smith is going around 
and saying, hey, you know what? I took my car to X Auto Repair. Brian did such a nice job on my car. I, I'm so confident. I feel so safe. What, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm making some of this stuff up, but I, I just think that credit, given where credit was due, and you can see this happen if you're paying attention. Like, I, I don't know that, I certainly didn't start out paying attention to Bill Hader, but it started to become very apparent after watching multiple interviews with him, noticing this trend. And then it got to be very heartwarming. Like I was moved that, I mean, consistently interview after interview after interview, question after question after question. Was it an assistant, a friend, a coworker, a colleague by name? For 98 years, the Napa name has meant quality parts and service. It also reflects top quality training programs to help you build a more successful vehicle repair business. No doubt, the technician shortage is impacting everyone, but you're not facing this battle alone. Napa has the solution by making Napa AutoTech training available near you. Napa AutoTech provides automotive aftermarket technicians career development opportunities through structured, disciplined, measured, and high-quality technical instruction, no matter the technician or service advisor's skill level. This instruction enhances understanding of vehicle systems, increases first-time repair capability, and overall customer satisfaction. It also prepares technicians to become ASE certified. It's a fact technicians who receive training to improve their knowledge and skills have a higher sense of job satisfaction. This reduces technician turnover and increases productivity, directly improving a shop's profitability. It is vital to the success of a shop's business that today's technicians are equipped to diagnose and repair today's complex vehicles. With our ever-changing technology, the technician's knowledge and skills need to be updated and refreshed on a regular basis. As you labor over the decision of whether to send your techs to get their skills sharpened, keep in mind, Napa AutoTech training is an investment, not an expense, and it's available to all. Much of Napa AutoTech's training is offered in more than one format to accommodate varieties of learning styles and training preferences so each person can maximize their learning. Whether you're more of a hands-on person or enjoy learning at your own pace, Napa AutoTech is here to provide you with the training you need and the format that works best for you. To learn more about what Napa AutoTech offers, contact NapaAutoTech.com. Filming, uh, now the show's over, but Barry on uh, HBO meeting questions about scenes specifically to Barry and just gushing over Henry Winkler and not just like the performance of it, but when the cameras are off and what kind of a person he is, this is just stuff that I think we could take back to the shop. And from technician standpoint, we're not necessarily working with clients, but if we are, you know, test driving with them, picking them up, dropping a car off, or out and about, you know, you're just out to lunch, standing in line, waiting for your whatever you're going to eat. And somebody recognizes you, recognizes the name of the shop on the, your patch or coat or whatever, and feels that you're approachable enough to come up and say, A, you're approachable enough, and B, how they felt about their last interaction was positive enough. They felt the need or desire to come up and say something. That should be humbling. That should kind of hit you in the feels a little bit. People don't like paying to get their car fixed. They really don't. But this person did. And they're so happy they felt a strong desire to walk up to you and say, hey, you guys did such a great job on my vehicle. 
and it gives you the opportunity to talk up your boss, the shop owner, the manager, the service advisor, whatever it may be. Like, well, it helps to work in a shop like, you know, that, you know, whoever your boss's name is, John gives us all the tools we need. Or, you know, I had just gotten back from a training that John sent me to. It was really good timing. The service advisor found really good parts for that day, had them there waiting for me. It was such a pleasure working on your vehicle because the machine, the people as part of the machine, the cogs in the wheel worked so well. That stuff gets around and not just the names, like the names get around and that I think that's important, but also just that positivity that I think humility, people recognize that. Of course, honesty and maybe a touch of modesty, just sharing that spotlight, if you will, or better yet, even taking that spotlight and pointing at at somebody else, especially maybe when they come over and they're just thinking like the mechanic that worked on my car, was it you? Because, wow, you don't know how stressed out we were about this. Was it you? Okay. Well, if you see so-and-so, would you say something? And then being able to speak highly of them. Talk about a snowball effect. You know, a lot of times when we talk about snowball, we talk about, oh man, this thing's snowballing bad. Well, snowballs work out positive too. They work out really well too, that you can get a lot of good things snowballing. And calling attention to people that the, the person you're interacting with won't necessarily think of all right off the bat like it would wouldn't occur to them to think beyond the the technician that was working on the car that the service advisor played a big role that the manager played a role that the owner plays a role in providing this work environment i think the returns on the shop and you for being that way is exponential i would urge you to take a few minutes maybe during lunch fire YouTube up on your phone, look up Bill Hader, and I I think you will laugh. He's hilarious. Listen for the the name dropping. And it's not necessarily name dropping big names. And if he does, I don't think it's the intent to be name dropping, oh, I know these people. It's that they had a role legitimately in whatever success, however minor or major, whatever short-term or long-term success we're talking about here. Gosh darn it, I think we have a lot to learn from Bill Hader. Uh, So I hope you uh, see where I'm going with that and uh, enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. The mailbag episode seemed to uh, spurn more uh, messages and emails, so please If you have questions or ideas, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, You can find me on uh, Facebook, of course. You can email me at mattfonslopodcast at gmail.com. I do try to respond to every email. So the mailbag episode, the responses, while I didn't read the emails back to you, that even the ones I responded with, I, I did respond to each one of those. And I try to respond to everything. So yeah, any questions I can try to answer or uh, better yet, I might be better at at finding people, the right people to answer such questions. Uh, So I might uh, 
be able to point in the right direction by talking to the real experts. Yeah, uh, the Daniel update is, uh, I would say, um, consistent with last time. So 80, 80% or so. Day-to-day, fine, I would say normal. And of course, if she tries to really push herself physically, then yeah, you can tell uh, almost like she's out of shape. And I suppose potentially that's true just because there's no way for her to be in shape cardiovascularly, you know, her cardio would be bad, but I don't think it would be as bad as this. This is still something going on lung, either lung capacity or the ability to oxygenate her blood, but it's only under duress that it really shows its face. And honestly, mental health for her, uh, this is huge that at least she can live. Uh, thank you for all the kind words and thoughts and um, messages asking about her. It, it means a lot. It really, really does mean a lot. And I thank you so much for that. Thank you to Napa Auto Tech Training for sponsoring. And thank you to the Aftermarket Radio Network for making this all possible. And until next time, take care. You've been listening to Matt Fonslow diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z on the Aftermarket Radio Network. Follow Matt on your favorite listening app. He's very interested in what you have to say. Let him know what you'd like him to cover and come on the show. Matt is all for advancing the aftermarket. Find Matt Fonslow on social media and connect or on aftermarketradionetwork.com.